Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Now you're right. You're right. Hi, what's up? It's Monday. I hope you win, by the way. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, baby, three things I think you need to know. By the way, real quick. First, I know I'm, I'm breaking protocol, but uh, we're all still here, right? The government shut down. We're all still here. Uh, Am I getting my check? Life goes out. You are. Now, it sucks the military is not, but that's because the Dems are saying we want to stick up for illegal aliens. That should work out well. Anyway, uh, three things I think you need to know. Yes. Uh, Number one, there will be a vote today. I think it's lunchtime East Coast, so about 10 a.m. our time, whatever it is. Mitch McConnell's going to vote to uh, fund the government for, what, three weeks Jeff Flake has now flipped and said, I will vote for that because we're going to talk about amnesty. I've never seen someone so obsessed with amnesty and Trump in my life. Yes, I will vote for this because we're going to talk, we're going to talk amnesty and amnesty and amnesty. And yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. He is a one-trick pony. Yes. Uh, there you go. He is, he is, there's something mentally wrong. With, I'm telling you, there's something mentally wrong. He is not fit for office. There's something that's just, to have such, I mean, why are you... What the hell? Are, is your family here illegally? I mean, like, do you want... I mean, what the hell is going on? That all you care about in this life is illegal aliens. And where the hell is the Republican Party here in Arizona to condemn his dumb... Anyway, uh, so we have um, <clears throat> we have that vote going on, and maybe they can vote to uh, get the uh, the government funded. I, I think Democrats want uh, the State of the Union to go next Tuesday uh, to happen while the the government is shut down. Or something. Yeah, good luck. Good luck about that. Second thing that I think you need to know there. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, there, There's a, a couple of things right here regarding the uh, the Hillary FBI Trump situation. One, uh, according to um, according to texts that are out there, it looks like Loretta Lynch already knew Hillary was not going to be charged. That she was not going to be charged. Before she said, we will abide by any decision the FBI gives us, which we knew was a crock, you know what, anyway. But these new texts say, oh, watch out. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, really brave. It, and it's between Peter Stroke and his uh, it's the FBI agent and his FBI lawyer mistress chick. Yeah, real brave Loretta of Lynch to, uh, to come out and say that uh, uh, she's going to abide by whatever the FBI wants, basically considering that uh, she already knew. She already knew that Hillary would not be recommended for charges. I mean, that's a big deal right there as well. Uh, third thing, I think, oh, and by the way, according to that, the, there's a story out there also, the FBI lost five months of texts between this FBI agent Stroke and his, and his uh, lawyer mistress, uh, uh, cheater, uh, homewrecker girl. Uh, they lost five months, five months of text. Whoops, there was a software upgrade and we just couldn't keep it. Are you kidding me? So now there is a, at least one Republican saying, we need a special prosecutor to investigate this crap. I mean, this is incredible. And by the way, how is that not like a big, 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 giant story? Uh, third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the latest in the Rich Rod saga, now uh, Rich Rod's former executive assistant has filed an additional lawsuit, additional claim. 
against Rich Rod and the U of A. This time for $8.5 million. Uh, she's mad at Rich Rod's wife. Uh, apparently they claimed uh, they said things uh, to the football team after this whole thing came out. So another one, 8.7.5 was the first one, 8.5 for this. They go, we'll, we will gladly go away and stop bothering if you give us $8.5 million. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, you want to know how stupid and have you noticed again, has your life changed now? This sucks. Some government workers have to go to work and you're not going to get paid, but you know, the government shutdown is not going to last any longer and you're going to get paid back. So just chill out. I, I know you, it's nervous. What sucks is the military. The military is not getting paid. Um, and that's, that's a uh, horrific. And again, it, the people choosing to do this are the Democrats because they are holding out over DACA, which is not even a fiscal situation. It's not even a spending situation. It has nothing to do with it. They're just trying to uh, they're just trying to change the narrative. And I guess for the media they have, but is anybody else even really does anybody else even care? Like that's the thing. Does anybody people you talk about, do they care? Are they affected by this at all? Now again, the Democrats want to blame Trump and they can't because there's fifty one Republicans. You need 60 votes to get it going, so none of the Democrats will vote to fund the government, so it's really the Democratic shutdown. That's, that's just what it is. Schumer doesn't want anybody to know you need 60 votes, so he hides that because they're all very honest, aren't they? Very, very, very honest. Um, I want you to hear CNN. This is CNN. 140. You have that, don't you? Do you have it on the special bar? You need to put it on the special bar because CNN is so bad. I thought I did. Yeah, I thought you did, too. That's all right. I could do the vote. This is CNN, dun, 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 whatever the hell the, the thing is, right? Mm. Uh, so CNN did a report of basically what happens, what's affected, what's not affected. And apparently because the government is shut down, we have a greater chance of being hit by an asteroid. Did you know that? Yes. Did you, did you know yeah, that? you didn't know that? You didn't know that NASA deflects asteroids from the Earth? Well, apparently now they can't. Oh. Now they can't. I mean, this is like, this is a big problem. I mean, what are we going to do to get away from this uh, this? This asteroid strike, right? Yeah, 143. This is just a uh, quick part of the report of things that happen and don't happen during a government shutdown. This is, they, they talk about the uh, 2013 government shutdown uh, under Obama. Uh, they said this happened then, so we're in, we're in danger here. Listen. That same year, for more than two weeks, NASA reportedly stopped monitoring potentially dangerous asteroids. A big one, by the way, is expected to brush by Earth on February 4th. (laughs) This is CNN. (laughs) Yes, so because of the Republicans and Trump, your family may die from an asteroid. Again? Yep. That's... Dinosaurs? Yeah. Us? By the way, if an asteroid was coming... What could they do to stop it? This, seriously? We're going to send Bruce Willis? Thank you, yes. And Ben Affleck up yes, to the asteroid? Yes, yes, Steve Buscemi? And uh, Ving Rhames? Was no, it no, it wasn't Ving Rhames. It was, again, he's, no, he's dead. The oh, guy we can't, that's right. The guy that was in The Green Mile and Ricky Bobby, the uh, Talladega Nights, the adventures of Ricky Bobby. Um, well, the team can't be complete then. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's not quite the same. I think we're done. I mean, that's a 20, can you believe that movie was made 20 years ago? How old are you? Because that movie was made 20 years ago. I am it was actually an entertaining movie. I mean, far-fetched, but it had a lot of comedy. By My favorite part of that movie was when they, the government asked them to go up and drill. <laughs> go up and drill, right? And they're like, okay, we, we have some demands. And one of them was, we never want to pay taxes ever again. <laughs> Done. I thought it was awesome. 
Uh, all right, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. Thank you. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, unfortunately, he he passed away, man. Horrible. Uh, I want to say it was probably about five, five, six years ago, something like that. Uh, I think it was in his early to mid fifties. Just terrible stuff. Um, anyway, so yeah, that that's uh, that's CNN. Isn't that just isn't that just great? Now, um, really, really. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I mean, at all that stuff, it's like really. Uh, by the way, uh, some more updates for you. The House Intelligence Committee has officially begun the process to release the memo. To release that memo we talked about on Friday. I mean, they better get... This is how quickly the news cycle is. It lasts seven minutes now. We're down to seven minutes before everything changes and your your attention is diverted to something else. This top secret memo, again, if you missed it, it's four pages, about 180 Members of Congress, 180 House Republicans have seen this four-page memo, and their their reaction to it is all pretty much wholly blank. And it basically shows from what the... They can't say anything about it, and it's funny. This can't be leaked. Everything else gets leaked. Trump talking to the Australian Prime Minister gets leaked. You know, all that stuff gets leaked. This basically shows a misuse by the Obama administration... Misuse of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, uh, by the Obama administration. They misused to get a warrant. They basically, it looks like they lied to a judge using that fake Russian dossier, who knows what else, to basically spy on Trump and the Trump team. And it's really, uh, it must go into detail about how bad the lying is. So um, Jeff Flake shockingly hasn't said a word about this. Like, man, this is really bad. Because there are actually Republican senators that are like, we want to see this. And you believe this? Uh, Senator John Cornyn tried to view this four-page memo, but was blocked. Blocked! Senator J- uh, James Lankford, Oklahoma, Republican, wanted to see the memo. Blocked as well! Rand Paul wanted to see it. Rejected! Who who was the, the decision-maker on that one? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't... It, maybe they just can't. It's a procedural thing. I don't know. Uh, but... Congressman Dave Joyce, Republican from Ohio, put out a tweet Saturday saying the House Intelligence Committee plans to begin the process to release the report. But what does that mean? Okay, so plan it could take up to, now we find out, it could take up to and maybe beyond 19 congressional workdays. There was a meeting that took place to talk about the process for the memo's release to the public, but it cautioned more details need to be ironed out. Wow. Okay. Are they going to redact it? Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe I I, I don't know. That's, so that's that's the latest. Incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. the latest when it comes to um, uh, that memo. So uh, yay, right? Yay! Uh, by the way, State of the Union. As long as it's going to happen, it's a week from tomorrow. I just want to give you a heads up. Um, you can hear it on KNST AM seven ninety, and put this uh, in your phone for a planner. Next Tuesday, we'll be at Mister Ons having a State of the Union watching party that's right state of the union watching party and mr ons so uh you can watch it with us and that gonna be fantastic and that'd be great so that's cool we'll have more details what what time it's tuesday night i forget if it starts at six o'clock or seven o'clock we'll get that to you don't worry that's what we're gonna have okay uh, that is the latest 621 
Uh, what time does does the do the drink start? That's what that's what matters the most. Uh, if you ask Mister Ron, you could drink as soon as they open the door. He'd appreciate it. But uh, <laughs> happy hour starts, I believe, at four or five. We'll find out anyway because we normally do the Thursday happy hours. But it'll be uh, it'll be State of the Union party time. Uh, I mean, it's been a long time since we've been able to get together and watch the Trumpster, right? Yes. I mean, a long time. So uh, now we can hang out, which would be cool. Uh, all right, we'll continue. 621 on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, some quick details. It's insane about Loretta Lynch knowing Hillary was not going to be charged. This is another giant deal. Another giant deal that the media seems to be ignoring. Uh, I will tell you about this, how how she knew about it. I mean, these, these people are really bad in the FBI, the ones up top. Uh, really bad. We'll get to that coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello, 628, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. That'd be pretty cool if you did. Chilly out there. Chilly inside, chilly outside. Actually, it needs to be colder in here. I'm just telling you it's right now, Ryan. It's, it needs to be colder. It's 68. Here. Doesn't It's not cold enough. I need to feel it. Okay? Uh, right now, apparently... <laughs> Do some manscaping on that human sweater of yours. Easy. <laughs> I'm wearing a sweater. I, I can tell. 32 outside right now. According to the computer, it feels like 26. I didn't think it was that cold, but that's what they says in Tucson. Uh, 61 will be the high today. 68 tomorrow, and then you're back in the 70s Wednesday and Thursday, and who cares after that? Because it's a while from now, right? So that's the latest there. And by the way, um, we uh, there's the uh, the great uh, event coming up uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, it is the it's it's beer, it's history, it's fun. Arizona History Museum's History on Tap. Uh, it is a great event, and it benefits the Arizona History Museum, which is down by the U of A. Uh, it's a phenomenal place if you have not been there. I think it's on 2nd Street. You can go to uh, knst.com, go to the contest page, win tickets to Arizona History Museum's History on Tap. Again, you, you, you're you going to get tickets. You know what you get with the tickets? Uh, you get a tasting, a souvenir tasting mug, 10 drink tickets, all kinds of local breweries, local eateries, all there. Museum admission, pretty cool stuff. And it's a fun thing to do this this Saturday night. Uh, it's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. I hope you, uh, hope you do it. All right, so... Now, when it comes down to the this Loretta Lynch situation, this is... I mean, you don't think there was anything shady between Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton on the tarmac at Sky Harbor? And this... Okay, right, here we go. Peter Stroke, uh, former FBI top dog. I mean, he was a big shot up there. This is the Associated Press, by the way, reporting on this. The Associated Press. This is incredible. Remember the affair between uh, Peter Stroke, that's the guy that uh, had all the anti-Trump text, stuff like that, and his mistress... Uh, who was a was an FBI lawyer, Lisa Page? Apparently, everybody knew. Everybody knew that James Comey would not recommend charges for Hillary Clinton. Loretta Lynch knew, but everybody seemed to know. She announced the Justice Department would defer to the FBI's conclusion, and apparently, it's because she knew there'd be no charges. AP reports. These two, Stroke and Lisa Page, they referenced Attorney General Loretta Lynch's decision to accept the FBI's conclusion in that case and a draft statement that former FBI Director James Comey had prepared in anticipation of closing out the Clinton investigation without criminal charges. Remember that? He wrote out he wrote a draft letter before the before she was even investigated Fourth of July weekend, before even questioned. 
I should say. In another exchange, the AP reports the two, Stroke and Page, expressed displeasure about the timing of Lynch's announcement that she would defer to the FBI's judgment on the Clinton investigation. That announcement came days after it was revealed that the Attorney General and former President Bill Clinton had an impromptu meeting aboard her plane in Phoenix, though both sides said the email investigation was never discussed. Of course not. Stroke said in a July 1st text message, remember it was right after the 4th of July, that Comey, I think it was July 5th, that he made a statement. Anyway, so Stroke said in a July 1st text message the timing of, uh, that the timing of Lynch's announcement, quote, looks like hell, end quote, and then Page, his mistress, FBI lawyer, appears to mockingly refer to Lynch's decision to accept the FBI's conclusion in the case as a, quote, real profile and courage since she knows no charges will be brought. So that was July 1st. How did she know that? Comey announced it July 5th. Dude, they're all in deep in the swamp. All in deep. Yes. Mm-hmm. You think maybe they were trying to hide this? That's why they created this story about uh, Loretta Lynch telling Jim Comey, don't call it an investigation, call it a matter. Do you think that was all big you know, orchestration to make it seem like she was trying to boss him around so this would never actually happen? Just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. 633 now on KNST AM 790. Uh, here locally, uh, there is a Tucson. It's, it's too bad that Tucson, people, the officials, they are too stupid. Too stupid to realize how the free market works, right? And, and taxes and stuff like that. Because apparently, people are not wanting to park at the TCC to go to TCC events. Now, why do they not want to park there? Do you have any, I'll tell you why. And it's like the city, they're just oblivious to the real world. Uh, what are people doing instead of that? And You have to hear this to believe it. We'll get to it. And also, uh, we'll get to the Tucson Women's March. Because it was the one-year anniversary of the Trump inauguration, and a bunch of chicks around the country decided to march in celebration of their 401k being uh, astronomical. Right? No. But anyway, they, apparently they did something different here in Tucson. Oh, wait till you hear about that. It's all coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. Talk. Oh, it is. Hi, 641. Thanks for hanging out uh, on my iHeartRadio channel, by the way. If you missed the interview I did, a long interview, and it was fantastic, with uh, Mark Fincham, State Rep. Mark Fincham. From Friday, it's on my iHeartRadio channel. Go to iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, or go to uh, iHeart, your iHeartRadio app and search Garrett Lewis, of course, after the show, not during the show, but after the show, about his bill that could possibly end, uh, uh, well, all the, the a lot of the stupid things going on on universities, NAU, U of A, ASU, uh, overpriced uh, tuition, make it more affordable, uh, stupid classes that don't need the jobs. I mean, he details all this stuff. It's incredible. Uh Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, there's going to be a vote today at about 10 a.m. our time, noon Eastern. Mitch McConnell going to oh, fund, fund the government again. <laughs> Sell out. Anyway, you can try to fund the government. Uh, and he said, if you guys do this, Dems, we can get we can start talking amnesty uh, or at least border wall and immigration next month. It's up to you. We'll try it again. We'll try it again. We'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, crazy story, uh, text messages between Disgraced FBI agent Peter Stroke and his disgraced mistress, that's an FBI lawyer, Lisa Page, uh, show apparently on July 1st they were joking around to how uh, Loretta Lynch was so brave to say she'll go with whatever Jim Comey says about Hillary four days before because they knew. She's brave that she would do that considering she knows the outcome. She knows there will be no charges brought up against Hillary. 
So somehow it was all known that there were never going to be charges. Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised by this. And then, by the way, the FBI magically lost five months worth of text messages between this stroke and his mistress, Lisa Page. Software upgrade, you know, whoops, whoops. Are you kidding me right now? Third thing I think you need to know, Rich Rod, his uh, former executive assistant, has now filed an additional claim, this time for eight and a half million bucks. Because things were hostile, didn't like what uh, what is being said about her, things like, just another new claim. Eight and a half million bucks against Rich Rod and the U of A. Wow. We'll see what happens there. Three things I think you need to know. Um, all right, so... I saw this story over the weekend, and, and you may be like, well, maybe you didn't see it the same way I saw it, but I'm telling you, it's kind of a big deal, okay? Uh, just the headline. If you go to the TCC, and they charge 10 bucks to park, and you're like, huh, why? But I mean, it, look, it happens. I remember going to Islanders games back at the old Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, and we'd have to pay 20 bucks. This is 20 years ago to park, and there's a big, giant parking lot and stuff like that. You go to the D-backs game sometimes, or even U of A uh, basketball or football games. You got to park on the side streets. You, I get it. So they have some parking at the TCC, but apparently people don't want to pay ten bucks, right? Uh, apparently people are paying on the streets in the uh, Barrio Viejo neighborhood. Yeah, they're they're parking there instead of paying. Hmm. Isn't that like you know voting with your feet? You want to move to a low-tax state? Yeah, I, That's what just the first thing. There's a few things that occurred to me. That people are choosing to go somewhere else where it's cheaper. Yet all Tucson wants to do is raise taxes. That's just one. Okay, right? Anyway, they, they commissioned a study. This probably went above their heads because they're not that bright, the leadership. The neighborhood's complaining, so they did a city commission study, found more than 150 vehicles parked in the neighborhood directly south of the TCC on a Sunday during an ice hockey game last month. There were more than 300 empty parking spots in the city-owned convention center's uh, lots. Huh. Isn't this like the whole thing about, you know, tax reform too with like Trump? Like companies were putting their assets, their money overseas because they were taxed less on it. You know, to me, it's it's like a great metaphor. Uh, Apple kept their their revenues overseas because they 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 had to pay less versus keeping in America. People wanted to park their cars outside of the TCC parking lot because they paid less than parking at the TCC. And it says in the story, city officials are thinking about lowering parking prices at the TCC so they could, ready? Well, it says here, in an effort to keep them in line with nearby private lots, it's called in an effort to compete with private lots. I guess the private lots charge five bucks. People don't want to pay 10. Funny, huh? Yep. They want to do this before the Gem and Mineral Show starts, other stuff. Um, they want to restrict parking in certain areas of the Barrio Viejo neighborhood, all this stuff, right? Uh, they want to, I love this. Are you ready for this one? Uh, they want to push, the city wants to push social media and the internet to advertise where people can park near the TCC. They want to increase signage and expand efforts to increase ridership on the streetcar. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, that's going to work. Huh? Isn't that great? Uh, and they said, if this isn't enough, right? 
Secondary plans call for diverting traffic away from Cushing Street during certain time periods. Regina Romero said problems with the overflow parking into the adjacent neighborhoods is a growing problem. Uh, Gem Show causes parking issues, all this stuff. So what, are you going to chase out the Gem Show, which actually brings in money? Maybe this is poor planning from the city? She says also parking is expensive at the TCC. She said parking shouldn't cost $10. She said it should charge $5, right? Because it's, or, well, I don't, she, she said nearby privately owned parking structures charge 5 bucks a day, yet it's 10 bucks at the TCC, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so this, this is just what I saw, and I just laugh because... Again, it's all it, to me. It's everything that's going on right now when it comes to taxes and things like that, right? That's that's what that's how I look at. It. And they still they still don't get it. The free market competing, all this other stuff. So you have that. All right, six forty seven on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um, now there's a, another great local situation. We should play this. Let's play this right now. This cracks me up. Uh, this is from Tucson News Now. There was the, uh, and I, I really don't, I don't think you want to hear Rob Reiner, do you? Right? I don't, I didn't want to play any celebrity. It was just kind of stupid, to be honest with you. They're out there. Uh, there were no people dressed up as vaginas and things like that. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. And I read to you the story last week as to why they're not, they don't want to offend people. Uh, we don't want to offend people that may not have vaginas that are marching, like the trans crowd, people of color, because they say people of colors have different colored vaginas, I guess, which is, Whatever, I, okay. <clears throat> so there's that. You know what, do we get back? Because it's 648. You have to hear why they marched here in Tucson. It was the one-year anniversary of the Angry Vagina March all over the country and here in Tucson. Why were they marching there? Do they have anything to complain about? This is incredible stuff. And again, it just goes right over the heads of the media or they just don't want to talk about it. You have to hear why they marched here. It is coming up in about four minutes. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk in the KNST AM 790. All you got to do, again, from 4 a.m., and the last one happens at some point in the 7 p.m. hour, text a word, and you could possibly, to a number, and you could possibly win. You got to listen. A thousand bucks. I hope you win. Uh, so, the angry women, weren't they supposed to be angry toward Trump for some reason? Uh, yeah. Wasn't that supposed to be like the whole thing? Oh, he was a misogynist. Yeah, yeah something sexist, like that. Yeah, yeah. And racist. And- they did all the marching last year. Whatever. And, you know, the march, all of a sudden, I, I didn't even realize it, to be honest with you. And all of a sudden, I, I popped on the news for two seconds on Saturday, and I see these chicks around the country marching. And I'm like, and I that's why I tweeted, and I Facebooked, why are they marching? Are they marching because they're happy their 401k has grown immensely year over year? Yay! So they don't even know what the hell they're marching, right? Well, they had a march here in Tucson, if you're unaware of it, but it had nothing to do really with Trump, which I find to be very interesting. I'll let you hear it first, and I'll explain why. Uh, number 144, Ryan, this is from Tucson News Now. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. It was very much not like a march at all. Oh. Rather than walking, marching, uh, chanting, and holding up signs, people were stepping on this stage here behind me in front of a crowd sharing their acts of love that they hope to achieve this acts year. Acts of love. A trillion acts of love will just spread out across everyone and filter down through the cracks. Pause it. Making sure that no. 
So it went from the women's march to a trillion acts of love. You think there were a bunch of chicks that showed up there and they're like, wait, wait, I didn't sign up for this. I hate Trump. That's why I'm here. A trillion acts of love. I'm not okay with the trickle-down love theory either. <laughs> yeah. Go tax somebody else's love. You want a trillion. Don't take mine. Um, yeah, this is the organizer and stuff. Here we go. Listen, sorry. Across everyone and filter down through the cracks, mm. making sure that nobody is left behind. Candles oh lit, donations collected for oh, seniors money. and dozens of people sharing their messages of love they hope to achieve this year. The theme at what? this evening's Women's March on Tucson yeah. event, not anger at the current administration, but Tragedy kindness and inclusiveness among others. What? Turn that anger into love and positivity, and that's actually how you make the change. It's something Harmony Johnson touched Harmony. heart after she heard news of the event, Harmony bringing Johnson. a gift to give to Shelly Weiss, one of the organizers for promoting the message. It's got healing energies in it, but it specifically targets love. A rock, more than just a stone, but symbolizing a support system. Weiss collects rocks with her daughter everywhere they go, a long-standing family tradition. Just to honor the memories of the places we've been and to hold them close when things got difficult. The gift meaning more than Johnson could have ever known. (laughs) Yeah, it's a coincidence. He's got a rock. It's a happy accident. Wait. Now, organizers tell me they hope to make a trillion acts of love an organization that helps the Tucson community year-round. Today, they were helping the Armory Senior Center. Tomorrow and the days thereafter, they hope to be helping them and everyone else in the community. So I take this as apparently they have nothing really bad to say about Trump. Man, the economy's booming. ISIS is dying. Jobs are being created. Tax cuts. Yeah, the tax cuts. Um, women women don't seem to be stuck in a home. Um, crap, what do we do? I got an idea. <laughs> Trillion acts of kindness. Yeah. Okay. What? Oh, man. So uh, it worked out well, huh? Worked out well. All right. Uh, there's a story that the media is running from. Now, you didn't hear any violence at any of these chick marches, did you? The anti-Trump marches? You know, there was a pro-Trump, uh, pro-Trump event, and a Trump supporter was almost strangled to death. We'll get to that. And then why are illegal aliens still being flown around the country at our expense? What's going on with that? We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. Seven oh seven on this Monday. How you doing? How about Nick Foles, first ever U of A quarterback, going to be in the Super Bowl? Or do you care? But you hate the NFL. I, I, whatever. Just letting you know, Nick Foles shocked the world. It's one of those things. Is it a trap game now? No way. Eagles, the backup quarterback, can knock out Tom Brady. I don't even Watch know what you're happen. saying. Ugh. Eagles, Patriots, Super Bowl. Okay. Nick Foles was the backup in Philly. 
Okay. Their starting quarterback was fantastic. Tore his knee. Oof. Out for the year. Nick Foles is now leading them to the Super Bowl. Nice. Good for him. Played at the U of A. Nice. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk yesterday. No. <laughs> wow, he's a superstar. Yesterday he was just a he backup? Wow. Yeah, yesterday he won the game in the conference championship. <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. When, Sports. When did he play for the U of A? Oh, jeez. Uh, I want to say probably maybe eight years ago. Seven years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's some effort. I applaud him. Because, uh, you know, it takes takes a lot of work to get to that spot. You're back at quarterback the entire time? Well, he was a starter for a while, but he really wasn't that good. He had a, a, a good half a year as an Eagles quarterback, and then he got traded, and to the Rams didn't do so well, and he made his way back to the Eagles. And Was he better than Kaepernick? Yeah, anybody's better than Kaepernick. So, yes, uh, you have that. Hi. Morning He's the Rachel. only other like, football but, person I know. Okay, yeah. thank you. That's He's because the only football he person. Play, yeah. Football person. <laughs> Where's LT? Uh, he's being set up like a mofo. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, it looks like there's going to be a vote coming up to fund the government in less than three hours. Two hours, 50 minutes, 47 seconds. Mitch McConnell's going to have it there. Let's fund the government. Let's get it going. And the Democrats will probably say no. Because of DACA, even though DACA has nothing to do with funding the government, but they just want to try to to make Trump look bad by shutting down the government. Anyway, good luck with that. We'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, by the way, we're all still here. Second thing that I think you need to know, turns out uh, texts between disgraced FBI agent Peter Stroke and his uh, cheating mistress uh, lady, who was an FBI lawyer, Lisa Page, uh, reveal that Loretta Lynch knew Hillary would not face charges before Jim Comey said she would not face charges, which is why Loretta Lynch said before Jim Comey had that awesome press conference, we'll just go with whatever the FBI recommends. Oh, they knew that. Oh, and the uh, the FBI magically lost five months of text messages between Stroke and Page because of a, a, a computer upgrade. They just didn't capture it. Yet, by the way, all of those texts were given, this is what's strange, um, to an inspector general. So they have them and they don't have them. And I, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. A lot of weird stuff going on. You smell on. it. You smell it. I know. Third thing I think you need to know, Rich Rod and the U of A have another problem. Another lawsuit, an additional claim has been filed by his former executive assistant. This time for, uh, what is it? What did I say? 8.5 million? 8.7? What, what is it? It's a lot of money is what it is. It's a lot of money. Uh, an additional claim, $8.5 million against Rich Rod and the U of A's athletic department, saying the school is liable for Rich Rod's conduct. Uh-oh, yes, Melissa Wilhelmson said she was subjected to assault, sexual harassment by Rich Rod, hostile work environment, and she names a bunch of people that worked in the U of A athletic department that knew about it and didn't do anything about it. Wow. How about that one, huh? Man, oh, man, oh, man. Three things I think you need to know. So uh, there were all kinds of marches uh, around the country. People mad at, at Trump. And nobody really knows why. I mean, things are actually going well. But there were marches. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Was there any violence at these marches? I don't recall it. Do you? Hmm. 
I don't recall that. No, I don't. I don't think there were any. There's any violence. I think last year there was no violence either, right? No people like pro-Trump people showed up and were like, "Hey, I'm gonna do something to you." That didn't happen, right? No, 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 it didn't happen. However, they was there was a pro-Trump event sent up by uh, a citizen journalist. Don't you love that a guy named Mike Cernovich? Finds a lot of stuff out. Has a lot of connections, right? Mike Cernovich. He set up a pro-Trump event, and at this pro-Trump event in New York City. An Antifa terrorist decided to uh, punch, assault punch a Trump supporter and almost strangle the person to death. Where's the coverage, right? Where, where is it? Where, where's the National Institute for Civil Discourse? Where are you? Nowhere? Nowhere to be found. And you probably didn't hear about this, huh? Gateway Pundit had this story. There were, there were a few news agencies. The New York Post had it, Daily, New York Daily News. Uh, CBS TV, New York, and Breitbart. That's it. 56-year-old male Trump supporter, almost murdered by a 30-year-old Antifa terrorist. Saturday night, he walked away from a ticketed nightclub party called A Night for Freedom, organized by Mike Cernovich, celebrating the first anniversary of the inauguration of President Trump. Uh, The unidentified victim was about a block away from this nightclub in New York City where the Night for Freedom party was being held. He was followed by a man identified by police as David Campbell of Crown Heights, New York. He was the person arrested for the attack. Campbell reportedly stepped away from the Antifa mob that was outside the venue to follow this guy. So I'm going to follow one of them. Followed this guy. A witness said Campbell punched the victim in the head, causing him to fall, hit his head on the curb. Then Campbell reportedly started strangling the man. When the victim was rescued, he barely had a pulse and he needed CPR. This is from the Gateway Pundit. He did not regain consciousness until he was in an ambulance headed to the hospital. Two other people were reported injured in the attack and were also taken to hospitals. Now, why is the media talking about this? Can you imagine this took place? God forbid it took place at a uh, chick march, right? Or an anti-Trump event. Can you imagine the reaction? Yet this is just glossed over and all all you heard for how, how many years because it was a couple of year run for the campaign, right? All you heard was a lot of violence at those Trump rallies. Those Trump people, that Trump guy inciting violence, that's what they're doing. And remember when people, they said that uh, by Trump saying, uh, when he condemned not just the, the racists, but he also condemned the other side, which was the Antifa people. Can't do that. That's terrible. Why? Why you even? You can't. You, they didn't do anything wrong. We knew how bad Antifa was. He knows how bad Antifa is. A uh, keyword search. If you use David Campbell, you won't get any reporting from the AP, the New York Times, uh, the biased fake media news uh, or fake news media, the networks. Nothing. Nothing. Here's from the New York Daily News. Violence erupted outside an alt-right gala. Don't you love that, by the way? A black-clad protester punched and choked a partygoer, cops said. You gotta love the New York Daily News. They're such a biased rag. Far-right provocateur, Mike Cernovich. Couldn't you say that about, like, Brian Ross on the other side? But they never call him far-left provocateur because he works for ABC News. Yet he has reported a bunch of things that have been flat-out lies. One that caused the stock market to drop 350 points. 
but he works for ABC News. He could never be a far-left provocateur. Sure. Uh, a witness, Ali Thomas, 24, said, I saw him hit the old man. One hit, he swung hard, he hit him hard. The old man's head hit the curb. 911 caller said initially the 56-year-old man was in cardiac arrest after the fight, taken to Bellevue in stable condition. Two more people hurt in the brawl. Okay. Conditions unknown. New York Post, 30-year-old David Campbell allegedly jumped the Trump supporter once they were a block away, punching him and choking him so aggressively he was not breathing and had a faint pulse. First responders had to perform CPR. A victim finally regained consciousness when he was in the ambulance. Campbell, the Antifa guy, was also carrying a can of mace, was charged with strangulation, multiple counts of assault, resisting arrest, loitering, criminal possession of a weapon, and obstruction of government administration. Booked on charges of attempted assault, attempted criminal obstruction of breathing after he tried to put an officer in a headlock. Cop was treated for his injuries as well. So at least the New York Post actually reported it correctly. Yep. At least you have that. Man, oh man, oh man. Um, again, just pointing out the hypocrisy. And then what happens is you hear, uh, whether it's people in the national media, people here locally acting as if Antifa is not that big of a deal, and it's only Trump people. Trump people are the bad ones. I mean, you're never going to see this in the local TV news here or in the local paper. And then you get some dope that writes a boring, stupid column. And uh, by the way, I generally never read it because they're just so boring and I, I, just boring. I'll glance at a headline. But that dork in a hat that writes these things would never talk about something like this. And man, where's the violence from the Trump victim, uh, from the Trump people? The pro. Well, didn't you get that in Charlottesville? Really? So you're going to say a bunch of KKK guys. Okay. So then are you going to start blaming then the Black Lives Matter crowd? Because they were the pro-Obama crowd. Are you going to do that? I didn't think so. This is the double standard in the media. This is why people don't like the media. This is why people don't believe the media. Uh, and it's why they just stink. Okay, you got to call it like you see it. Call it like you see it. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I mean, I don't even know what else you can comment about, but I just wanted to bring this to your attention because nobody, except for a few East Coast news sources, are talking about this. Again, if somebody got the you-know-what beat out of them or her at a chick rally, an anti-Trump rally that's going on around the country, it'd be the top story of the news. They almost, this guy almost choked a person to death. He almost strangled him to death because he came out of a pro-Trump event. Yeah. Uh, 718. We'll continue. I have more. As a matter of fact, see, we call like we're seeing. We're very fair here. You might not believe it, but we are. There's a disturbing story that I saw over the weekend. Illegal aliens still being flown around the country. The redistribution of illegal aliens, young ones. It's still happening, even though Trump said no more catch and release. What is going on? Who is responsible? How does that even happen? Um, it ha- And it happened right here in Tucson. I'll tell you about it. Coming up, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk.
sorry. That is just a funny video. 726, thanks for hanging out. I'll get to that video. I'll tell you about it in just a second. It's going to be... Oh, we're good? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, uh, I'm sorry. We're going to Brandon Judd call us. <laughs> Everything happens live in, in about uh, 12 minutes here on KNSD AM 790. Head of the uh, National uh, Border Patrol Council, basically. He's like the uh, the head of the National Border, the Border Patrol Union. But they don't like to say the word union because union implies bad things. Anyway, um, he's going to talk about the uh, the border wall. You know, there's like basically uh, they, they're trying to test it out, how they're going to test it out. They're using commandos and stuff like that. If our commandos can't get around the wall and through the wall, well, we'll find out about that. And then what's up with the catch and release? I thought it was done. What's going on? We're having illegals. We'll, we'll get into that as well. Being flown around the country and it happens here in Tucson. Um, it's uh, in the uh, low to mid 30s right now. going to be 61 today. Uh, and again, like, like, and follow my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Uh, I'm going to put up a video, an Eagles fan. Have you seen this yet? Uh, this subway system out there in Philly is called SEPTA. It's not subway. It's like a transit. It's on any, any, it's, it's similar with subway, but it's not really below ground. So really not sub, but anyway, uh, the Eagles fans were so stoked. They knocked off the Vikings 38, seven. Uh, that, you know, I'm thinking the dude was drunk as hell. He's standing at, there's people, some, for some reason, somebody has their phone out and they're taping this random idiot. They're inside the, the, the subway or the train car. And this guy is, uh, and he's one of these guys, he looks like he's in a, he's in an Eagles jersey and it's so old. I think it's Brian Dawkins who retired a bunch of, uh, like probably, probably 12 years ago, but that's his jersey, right? And he's a big dude and he's, he's like flexing to the people in the, um, He's flexing the people. He's outside of the, the subway car, looking at everybody inside. They're all cheering him on. He's flexing them because the Eagles won. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's not hes not even attempting to get on the actual train. And then all of a sudden, the train starts to take off. So this idiot decides to try to run with the people because he, he's like, yeah, yeah, Eagles. And he starts to run with them like, yeah, yeah. And he's all pumped up and juiced. And as he's running, he doesn't see there's a big, gigantic cement pillar. And it just takes him out. It's like a blindside block when you're on special teams. And the guy just gets wrecked. And I just find it funny. I don't think he hurt. I don't think he felt anything because he's, he's just lit. So, yay, Eagles fans. I'll put that on my Facebook page because it's, it's one of the funniest things that you're going to see all day. And it's what everybody's going to be talking. Out of ever, anything people are talking about, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, it's, it's, It'll help you get by on a Monday, okay? Let's just put it that way. It'll help you get... So I'll put it up there in the next couple of minutes. Now, um, this the Judicial Watch, it's, it's hard for me to say this, this may not be true because Judicial Watch is the original uh, organization that, that found out this story that we get to continue to pay for catch and release. And this is messed up. I thought Trump signed an executive order saying no more catch and release. Officials with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security told Judicial Watch illegal aliens that cross our border are given taxpayer-compensated government escorts. They're being flown around the country wherever they want to go. Commercial flights paid for by you and me. Uh, They describe the treatment they are given as the gold glove treatment. The illegal aliens wear red health and human services wristbands. They get priority boarding ahead of all passengers. They probably get that overhead space, too. Anyway. Um, according to Judicial Watch, a seasoned Homeland Security agent with direct knowledge of the secret operations 
called it shameful and dangerous. The personal guides that work for the government at HHS wear civilian clothes so they don't get any attention drawn to them. Uh, This happened. Illegal aliens boarded planes just this past week in Texas and in Arizona right here from Tucson. The illegal alien wanted the illegal aliens appeared to be in their late teens, escorted by Health and Human Services employees, and they were uh, they were flown to Salt Lake City from Tucson. A statement obtained by uh, from Judicial Watch says it appears the Trump administration has chosen to ignore the concerns of rank and file federal agents, instead opting to quietly extend this controversial Obama era policy that relocates illegal aliens to unsuspecting communities nationwide. It's known as catch and release. There are frustrated DHS sources, Homeland Security sources, that tell Judicial Watch the Trump administration is essentially facilitating the ongoing commission of a federal immigration crime because they are escorting illegal aliens. They're transporting them. Uh, And apparently, uh, according to this story, Trump is all he knows about this. He was involved in meetings. Maybe this is the John Kelly influence. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the buck stops with Trump. What the hell's he thinking? Because there's more details. Apparently, again, Trump knows about this. Why doesn't he stop it? What's going on? It says here, uh, labor personnel from frontline Department of Homeland Security agencies have complained about the cost and security risk of flying illegal alien minors to any destination of their choosing within the U.S., according to a longtime ICE official present at the meetings. One of the closed-door meetings late last year included President Donald Trump and his chief of staff, John Kelly. So we're going to talk to uh, Brandon Judd, uh, head of the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, he's a Border Patrol agent. Uh, Trump talks about him all the time. Somewhat jealous of that and find out what the heck's going on here. Is Trump to blame? Why is he doing this? How can this happen? Who can stop it? That and the border wall. The border wall is sitting out there in San Diego. Uh, and apparently the testing is happening because like people are saying, what's taking so long? Why? It's a year. Let's get this thing up. Wait to hear about the testing they did for it. It's coming up in about five and we talk to Brandon. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. 738, thank you for hanging on. And stay with me on this Monday. It's chilly outside. Enjoy while you can. We'll be in the 70s in a couple days. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, this is like slow motion. I get you Every time you play this, Ryan, come on. No, no, don't tell me to hurry up. It's like slow motion. I think of a chick running through a sprinkler. That's all I'm going to say because we, we do have a guest. We'll get to it. Three things I think you need to know. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Three things. Number one, uh, look for a vote in the next couple of hours. You're so It's so exciting. Mitch McConnell trying to fund the government... No DACA, no immigration, just fund the government three weeks. Jeff Flake said he's in because they'll talk amnesty. What a sellout that guy is. Uh, So we'll see what happens there if the Democrats continue to uh, look out for illegal aliens instead of everybody else. Second thing that I think you need to know, stories are out, and this is just unbelievable. Um, uh, Text messages from the uh, former, well, he's still an FBI agent, disgraced FBI agent Peter Stroke and his mistress, an FBI lawyer named Lisa Page. He cheated on his wife with her. Uh, They went back and forth July 1st where they, uh, they joked around about Loretta Lynch uh, and Jim Comey, and uh, they, they said something, they, they mentioned Loretta Lynch saying, we'll go with whatever the FBI recommends. And the chick, Paige, wrote, basically, uh, man, really brave of her, really, really a lot of courage from Loretta Lynch to say that, considering she already knows there won't be any charges brought by the FBI. And that was before, four days before the Jim Comey press conference, before Hillary was even interviewed by the FBI. 
And now, magically, by the way, the FBI has somehow lost, um, I think it was five months worth of text messages from Stroke and Page and Page to Stroke. They've just randomly just lost them. They in a, in a software update, they just didn't keep them. Oh, man, five months of messages gone. Third thing I think you need to know is, uh, and th- this, is, uh, this is nice right here, too. Rich Rod, man, man, it just keeps on piling up for him. A second claim was filed by his former executive assistant. She is suing now, uh, again, him, another claim against him and the U of A, the athletic department, this time for $8.5 million, saying that everything was bad, sexual harassment, hostile work environment, and people at the athletic department knew about it and refused to do anything to stop it. So a $7.5 million claim, now an $8.5 million claim. Good luck, U of A. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, So really disturbing story uh, about illegal aliens being shuffled around the country. I thought this was stopping. We got to also get to the border wall and some more some more stuff and then funding. And uh, it's been a while since we talked to this guy, Brandon Judd, uh, former. Well, he is actually. I, why do I keep saying former? It's Monday. I don't know. Uh, head of the uh, National Border Patrol Council. Brandon, thanks for the time this morning. How you doing, man? Happy New Year. Jared, I'm doing good. You too. Excellent. Good to be with you. Uh, thank you, dude. So uh, first off, this crazy story it involves Tucson. Uh, illegal aliens still getting uh, flown around the country. They come here illegally. They make a deal, I guess, with HHS, and they get to uh, fly anywhere they want to be released. That's catch and release. Why? You you guys aware well, this is still happening? Well, guess who it was that was in the airport to watch this happening? Who? Oh, that was me. Get out of here. <laughs> it was me, yep. I was in the airport. I was in the airport. I was actually in the airport in Harlingen, Texas, um, when four uh, uh, teenagers... I would guess, uh, by the look of them, I would guess that they were anywhere between the ages of 14 to 17 years old, um, were walked onto the, uh, onto the airplane. Um, and then uh, while I was in Tucson, um, I was flying back. Uh, you know, we, we were down on the border with, uh, with Fox News um, doing a story on Rogelio Martina, Agent Martinez. Yep. And I was coming back, and, uh, and when I was in the airport in Tucson, yep, that's what I saw again. And so... Anyway, it's it's very disappointing, uh, but the fact remains, uh, you know, there's there's only so much that President Trump can do through executive order. There's still loopholes in the law, and unless uh, Congress closes those loopholes, uh, there's just nothing that can be done. Now, but what's very disappointing about that is President Trump, with his election, the Republicans had all the momentum that they needed to make the changes that they needed. I mean, uh, repeal and re- replace Obamacare. They had the momentum. You know, the, they, they had all the momentum to do everything that they needed and wanted to do to let the public know that, hey, we're all on the same page. But they didn't do it. And, and unfortunately, it's because of people like Senator Flake. So he's, he's, the, he's the worst. But let me ask you this, though. According to that Judicial Watch story, and, and uh, thank you for admitting that you're the source. They said sources tell us someone saw it. It was you. That's crazy. Um, according to the, the story is that uh, I guess there was a meeting that, I mean, you, know, you obviously weren't there. Trump and John Kelly were meeting about this. So it's as if they know about it and they're okay with it, even though Trump signed an executive order right after he was inaugurated saying no more catch or release. No, in fact, I know that they're not okay with it. What they're looking to do is they're looking to to close the loopholes in the law. So, um, you know, he again, he signed the executive order on January 25th, and he fully expected that that executive order would be implemented um, exactly how he he wrote it. 
Unfortunately, the laws, um, and, and again, uh, an executive order cannot trump laws. I don't mean to use Trump, yeah. but um, uh, they cannot override laws. And so the, the laws are still in effect. So when people come here, all they have to do is claim, I've got a credible fear, or I'm claiming asylum, and then all of these different laws kick in, and that's why we're seeing the catch and release going on. Again, look back to April. We only had 11,000 arrests on the border back in April. And since April, that number just continues to climb because that magnet and that loophole hasn't been closed. But that's Congress's fault, and Congress has to close that loophole. Are, are the, the, the numbers going back up also because of the talks for an amnesty deal for DACA? Of course. Of course. And that's, that's always going to happen. And that's why, look, the, the shutdown affects me personally. Um, it affects my agents. But I'm going to tell you right now, I do not want them to cave on DACA. They can't. They, they can't do it. The, the only way that DACA should ever happen is if we get the border security measures to ensure that the border is secure from here going forward so that we're not right back in the same situation five, ten years down the road. I mean, look at IRCA of 86, and that was the great President Reagan. And, and you know, we're talking about my favorite president in my time. Um, you know, he passed IRCA of, 80, of 86, and all that did was opened up the floodgates because that sent the message everywhere that all you have to do is get over here, wait a couple of years, we'll inundate the public with, with illegal aliens, and then Congress will pass laws to, to give them amnesty. And so we, they, the Republicans cannot cave on DACA unless they get everything that they want. Brandon it, Judd? It, that we need. Okay, sorry. Brandon Judd, I want to make sure people know who, who they're listening to. Brandon Judd is the... Uh, head of the National Border Patrol Council, and he's on KNST AM 790. Uh, so what if there is a deal? See, my, my big problem is that I know, I've talked to the people involved with DACA, and the application process was just loaded with fraud. So, I mean, if they're going to do some kind of a deal where all of a sudden DACA people can stay, I think they have to all reapply and have to do actual real verification. But are you okay with that? Because there's got to be something, and I don't, I don't want them, I, I, don't, I don't want it to stay because there's a lot of people who don't know who they are. But it seems like they there's going to be a deal. If you get border if you get border wall funding, if you get um, end to chain migration, end to the visa diversity lottery, hopefully you verify. If you get all that, you're going to have to give. Would you guys be okay if just the DACA people, no deal for the parents, none of that stuff? If the DACA illegal aliens somehow foolishly were allowed to all stay, just like that? I, I will never, I will never support a deal that, that legalizes people that cross the border knowingly um, and, and broke the law. So, so this blanket amnesty, this blanket immigration reform, that is something that I will never, I, I will fight that from my position tooth and nail. I can see, I can see a docket if you give me everything that I need to secure the border. Now, I, again, it, it, that, that's hard to give up. That's very difficult to give up. But if I can ensure that the border is secure and we can ensure that we know exactly who it is that we're legalizing, I can see something like that happening. And, and, and frankly, Garrett, let's be honest, it's going to happen yeah. because there, there, are too many, there are too many Republicans um, that are, like Lindsey Graham, um, Flake, uh, McCain, that are going to go for um, a DREAM Act. As, but uh, what they have to do and they cannot give up is they cannot give up the border security piece. Otherwise, you and I are going to be discussing this five years down the road because there's going to be another 
so many million people in the country, and we're going to say, oh, my gosh, we've got to legalize them, too. How, how shameful is it that we send them back? We, we just can't do that again. So if, uh, if, we, if this deal is done, but you're able to build that big, beautiful wall, we'll get to the walls in a second, um, do you think that could stop and everything that else, else that we get? Do you think that we could stop that? I mean, because there's going to be an amnesty, like you said. They're going to be able to stay here. Um, will everything that's given to you guys... Will it be able to stop the next wave of people that try to come here illegally and do the same thing? Well, right now there's not enough. Um, the, the border security measures that, that, that they're currently discussing just isn't enough. So we have to get a lot more. Um, the, the Democrats will never give up ending chain migration. Um, they're never going to give up on the lottery system. They're never going, going to give up on, on those certain pieces. Um, you know, and when we look at what Senator Flake, you know, comparing Trump to Stalin... I mean, come on. Yeah. Shouldn't we be stopping fake news? You know, he didn't, he didn't say that the media should go away altogether. He says that fake news has to be questioned. And, and, Garrett, I expect your listeners, if I say something that's wrong, I expect them to call me on it, and they should call me on it. But if they call me on it, what, am I supposed to, am I supposed to try to slap them down and, and, and say they're, they're wrong? No, you've got to call people on fake news. But when we... When we look at all of these different things, we have got to get the border security measures in place that will allow us to secure the border. We've got to get rid of these these Republicans that are constantly calling Trump out um, and comparing him to Stalin so that we can get the things that we need to get. So, okay, really quick, and we'll get to the wall, but what do you need then? Is it not enough to get the wall, the funding for, I mean, it's not going to be all the continuous because people say it's not needed, and you, you even said that too, you need it where it's strategically necessary, right? Um, yep. And what, what else do you need besides that? Well, again, you have to end chain migration because yes. that's one of the magnets. Um, you've got to do more on employer sanctions because uh, that's one of the magnets. You've got to close the loopholes on, on the welfare system um, that, that they're able to exploit. That's one of the magnets. You've got to get rid of the magnets. There's so many loopholes that people are able to exploit in our laws, uh, and that's what that's what draws people here to the United States. And, and you've got to close all of those loopholes. And you're not confident that Trump will get a deal where he gets that stuff, that he could break these guys? I'm confident that he is going to do everything that he can. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if you look at what he's done to this point, just look at the wall, and not to take up too much time, but if you look at the wall, what he's done is, is completely and totally anti-government. He actually put um, research and development into these walls. He actually... Uh, had companies come out and show why this wall would be good, and then he tested the wall. We've never done that before. It's all been willy-nilly. It's, it's throw something up here, patchwork here, patchwork there. That's typical government. If you look at the way that Trump is governing, he's governing from a businessman perspective, and that's good, and it's going to be good for border security. Brandon Judd is on KNST AIM 790, head of the National Border Patrol Council. Real quick. Uh, the walls themselves, I saw a story about commandos trying to scale them, destroy them. Uh, how was the testing going? Can you describe it and, and, and how successful it was? So what they did was, was they, they brought out the U.S. Special Forces. They also brought out um, um, our tactical units with the Border Patrol because we're the ones who see it. And, and they tested all of these different prototypes to see, can we cut through these prototypes? Can we bring up a welding torch and cut through the tor- um, through through these uh, prototypes, can we scale these prototypes? Um, can we build ladders high enough to get over these these prototypes? And what we found was the U.S. Special Forces they couldn't even defeat uh, certain ones of these prototypes. And so 
yeah, again, that's research and development. That's anti-typical government. And so I do believe that once we get these prototypes, uh, once we decide on which prototype it's going to be, and once we build it, yeah, I, I think it's going to completely and totally shut down those those specific areas. Very cool, man. Well, dude, thank you for the time this morning, and thank you for uh, for really I mean, making news and saying you're the guy that saw all this stuff. This is this is incredible. Um, I hope it ends. Uh, have you talked to Trump recently? Do you plan on talking to him soon? I, I, I haven't spoken with him um, directly, and, and, and if I had, I wouldn't tell because those are private meetings anyway. Come on! Um, but but let, me, let me make this clear so that I don't get myself in trouble. When I saw those people at the airport, yes. I was off duty. Okay. So, just, just, so that's <laughs> just okay. So that, uh, as long as you're off duty, you can report it. If you're on duty, you can't? Yes. Uh, well, well, no. I mean, I, it, it depends on how I go about it. I, um, I can I can in certain ways. So, but they they're always looking at getting me in trouble. So oh, I have God. to be. I have to dot my eyes, cross my teeth. I gotcha. And and then uh, real. And I keep throwing the last one. The new Homeland Security boss. She was she was viewed originally be very very soft, pro amnesty, the other stuff. Uh, what do you think of the job she's doing so far? Well, so far she's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, you know, she's been the antithesis of what they said she was going to be. So, you know, that's that's good for us, and, and hopefully she sticks to it. Okay. Brandon Judd, hey, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much for the time this morning, man. Be safe, okay? No problem. Have a good one. You too. Take care. 753 will continue. It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Bop, bop, up. Yes, 807. How you doing? What's going on? It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. What happened to the... Oh, don't mess with me about that. You know what? Don't mess with me, Ryan. I'm a pro. Mess with my mind. I... At what? Ooh. Don't do that. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. We have something very good coming up. You're going to love this. Three things, though, that I think you need to know. Number one... Uh, at 10 a.m. local time, noon Eastern, Mitch McConnell will have a vote to see if they can end the Democratic filibuster, the Democratic uh, shutdown, the Schumer shutdown. Yep, they're gonna just they're gonna vote on it, and they're gonna see. You know, maybe it'll come to an end. Maybe maybe Schumer will act like he still hates it, and he'll let a few more Democrats vote. Uh, Lindsey Graham and Jeff Flake have already said they're gonna flip, and they will vote to end it because Jeff Flake's all excited that they're gonna then finally be able to vote about uh, vote on amnesty. Swear to God, we'll get to that later in the hour. Uh, that's how jacked up that dude is. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is a gigantic story that needs to get a lot of information and a lot of, out to you and a lot of attention. Uh, and it's the fact that there, there was collusion, baby. There was collusion between the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Hillary Clinton investigation. You want to talk about real collusion? This is collusion. It turns out because of texts from... Disgraced FBI agent Peter Stroke and his mistress, Lisa Page, an FBI lawyer. Turns out their text messages to each other that we now have. Talk about Loretta Lynch's decision to accept the FBI's conclusion. To say, whatever, yes, whatever Jim Comey and the FBI recommend for Hillary, charges or no charges, we'll go with that. Which they never do. We'll just go with that. Well, it turns out there were text messages on July 1st between Stroke and his mistress. And the mistress mocked Loretta Lynch's decision to accept the FBI's conclusion. She said, oh, yeah, real profile and courage. 
since she knows no charges will be brought. That was July 1st. Comey's announcement was July 5th. Uh Uh-oh. And great, there's a deep state at the FBI still. uh, Five months of texts between Stroke and his mistress, the FBI lawyer Lisa Page, have vanished. They said computer glitch for a software update made them all go away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Third thing that I think you need to know, we'll go with this one now. Uh, A Republican congressman tweeted out over the weekend, the House Intelligence Committee has officially begun the process to release the memo. Could take up to 19 days, working days, maybe more. This is bothering me. I mean, they, they want this to go away. This better come out soon. It better come out quickly. Apparently, 180 Republicans in the House have seen it. There are senators that want to see it, and they're being blocked. Blocked. So hopefully this will come out, and we could uh, we could find that even more about the corruption going on in the government that ha- and that has been going on. Three things that, that I think you need to know. So, all right. Um, what's interesting, again, is that Chuck Schumer uh, is the one directing the shutdown. Now, what people don't realize, let me just refresh you if you don't know, and if you do know, you're very smart is that you need 60 votes to get something done. Trump has said we need to get rid of this whole uh, 60 vote thing and go nuclear and just say 51, which honestly is what it should be. I know the minority needs to have a say. That's why I have divided government sometimes, whatever the voters want. But this whole 60 voters thing, I think there's nothing in the Constitution that says it should be 60 votes. It's just senators got together and said that a while ago. So anyway, uh, a long time ago, actually. um, Trump wants to see this end, but he can't get 60 votes. So you could get 51 Republicans if they all vote for, maybe 50, whatever it is. And you need, no matter what, you need Democratic support. So Schumer has told all Democrats, do not vote for this. And a few did, but do not vote for this. So therefore, it really is a Democratic shutdown, a Schumer shutdown. And it's all about DACA. Now, they want to make sure, we got a deal, we got to get a deal with DACA. Of course, DACA is not doodle March 5th. DACA has nothing to do with funding the government. There's no fund. There's nothing to do with funding. There's no fiscal any impact at all in, in that aspect, okay? Fund the government has nothing to do with DACA. This is just the Democrats trying to distract and trying to make uh, Trump seem like a bad guy. And it's not going to work out well that they are trying to do... They are, they are, the Democrats have shut down the government to protect and fight for illegal aliens over Americans, especially ones in the military that are not even getting paid right now to fight for us. Democrats have literally sided with illegal aliens trying to hope that they get some kind of amnesty and have voted to shut down the government, which means members of our military do not get paid. So they're siding with illegal aliens over members of our military. Let that sink in. Now, if you don't believe that it's still all about politics, let me play a video for you. And I just put this up on my page at KNST.com. And I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. The two faces of Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer in 2009, only nine years ago. And Chuck Schumer in 2018. Okay? I want you to hear this. We'll play the first soundbite. This is Chuck Schumer, believe it or not, in 2009. Here we go. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. Mm. Wow. That sounds like Trump. That sounds like you. That's only in 2009? Oh my, how has Chuck shifted his position? Chuck in 2018. Go ahead, Chuck. 
President's decision to end DACA was heartless and it was brainless. Whoa. So it's illegal, it's illegal, it's illegal, now it's heartless. Okay, let's go back to Chuck in 2009 on illegal immigration. Here we go. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Oh, so he wants you to use the term illegal alien. You know, now they're offended by the term chain migration. They're just offended by it. One guy was like, oh, a Durban member. It's, it's like slaves. No, what are, you, what are you talking about? Luis Gutierrez, a joke of a congressman out there in, uh, in Illinois, said he's just offended because that basically means that if, you're, if you say that phrase, that means, and if you're against it, you're against family re- reunification. Right. Okay. Sure. Whatever. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's go with Chuck in 2018. Go ahead. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of families will be ripped apart. Oh, man. Okay, now let's go Chuck 2009. Go ahead, Chuck. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. Oh. I think it is illegal and wrong. Wow, illegal immigration. All right, Chuck 2000. uh, Let's go Chuck 2018 now. Tens of thousands of American businesses will lose hardworking employees. Oh. It's either it's illegal and it's wrong. Why are you going to lose employees? Chuck in 2009. Go ahead. A biometric-based employer verification system with tough enforcement and auditing is necessary to significantly diminish the job magnet that attracts illegal aliens to the United States. Oh, man. Okay, so you have that. E-Verify. That's one of the things that's in that bill that Martha McSally always tries to say that she, oh, this is my bill. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's your Chuck in 2018. They may have known no other country but ours oh. and have voluntarily registered themselves. Oh, the sob story. So from being by the books, following the law, to sob story. Okay, let's continue. All illegal aliens present in the United States on the date of enactment of our bill must quickly register their presence with the United States government or face imminent deportation. Whoa! That sounds like Trump, doesn't it? That's Schumer in 2009. Let's do again Schumer in 2018. Here we go. But we have to say... Oh, no, that's the let's Hillary. We're done with that. Okay, we're done. No more Hillary. She was all about making sure... Hey, you know what? Like, actually, play play the Hillary. Just see, just for fun. This is Hillary actually just in 2015, I believe, on CNN. Here we go. But we have to send a clear message. Just because your child gets across the border, that doesn't mean the child gets to stay. So we don't want to send a message that is contrary to uh, our laws or will encourage more children to make that dangerous journey. With respect to uh, the notion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't make the journey. Don't do it. Don't do it. Fantastic, huh? Mm-hmm. That's a beaut, Clark. That's a beaut. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, 817 now on KNST AM 790. So what does this all mean, dude, with Chuck Schumer? Well, okay, thank you. What it means is that you can't believe a word that he says because depending on which way the wind blows and what he's trying to do politically, that's what he's going to say. Uh, I mean, was he telling the truth? Was he lying? Was he not honest? He sounded pretty, I honestly would believe him just because I agree with it, about what he said about illegal aliens in 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's by the books, it's there, it's common sense. That's what Republicans and Democrats both thought. But now they've realized, I mean, I think with this past election, you know what this means? 
the change in tune and everything. You want to know the number one reason why he has changed his mind and says something totally different? Because they realize, holy crap, we've finally lost the American public. There is no way we'll ever win another election. We need to get these people amnesty and legalize it. And we got to te- we got to keep this this front, keep this narrative, keep it out of the media. So when they do finally get it, they'll know it's from us and they'll vote for us in the future. And we'll say that Republicans never wanted to give you amnesty. They wanted to keep you out. So you owe it to us. Vote for us. That's what it is. Uh, Chuck's major turn is that Trump cracked the code. He broke through the blue blue wall barrier. Now California's already lost. They're that state is spiral. Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's honestly, I there is no saving California. There's no chance. It's gone. New York is pretty close too. New Jersey, eh, pretty close. A lot, of other, a lot of other places: Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Missouri. Uh, flyover country. They, they're America first. And Trump used common friggin' sense, which is all you have to do. But politicians, you know, they, they owe favors. They do things. And Trump doesn't. Trump doesn't. So I think they realized, crap, people are going to get more money. I think they're pretty much going to throw in the towel in 2020, to be honest with you. Like, they really, there's nobody that's going to be, it's hard to be an incumbent to begin with. Nobody's going to be Trump. The economy's going to be roaring. They know. They're hoping something bad happens or he goes away or something where they could try to win it back in some other message, but they need the voters to do it. And I think they realize once people get their money back and ISIS is dead and it's, it's all about the economy, stupid. Once they get the money back and they feel good and happy, they're not going back to vote for the Dems because it doesn't make sense. So they're looking down the line. We need to get future voters because eventually Americans will forget everything Trump did. Just like they forgot what Reagan did. It, it just happens. So that's why I think it's a major change uh, in tune for, for Chuck Schumer, which is why you can't trust him. And I wish uh, Hispanics and softies wouldn't trust him either. You're being used. Unless you want to be used. It's up to you. You can comment 880-KNST, 888-0567. I also have a great story about wasteful spending. Jeff Flake as well. Uh, so excited to get uh, to talk about amnesty. He's willing to vote for another um, a ridiculous continuing resolution that fiscal hockey is. He's willing to overlook his fiscal hawkness so he can talk amnesty. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. In talk. 827, thank you for hanging out. Do not forget, I want you to be a winner. Winner, winner, winner. You can win tickets to the Arizona History Museum's History on Tap. Imagine, you know, they have that show, was it on like Comedy Central, Drunk History or something like that? Do you ever see that? You do the same thing, but don't get drunk. Don't be an idiot. But this Saturday, there's a big fundraiser at the Arizona History Museum. It's uh, downtown Tucson, near the university, 2nd Street, right? And from 6 to 9 p.m., there'll be beer, food, and history. It's the History on Tap. What'd you get? 10 drink tickets, souvenir tasting mug, museum admission. You could win tickets to get all this by going to knst.com and going under contests. Yes, win tickets to the Arizona History Museum's History on Tap. Take, uh, you know, your honey or someone else. There'll be a beer garden there. You get to see history and you get to drink. A lot of local breweries, a lot of local food vendors, uh, and it's all to raise money. Proceeds will go to support programming at the Arizona History Museum. knst.com. 
Go to the contest page, and I hope that you uh, you try to win. I hope you do win. Going to be about 61 today, about 61. Um, really quick, uh, Tom Cotton, senator from Arkansas, huge fan of that guy. You know, I like Nikki Haley for 2024, but I like Tom Cotton too. He doesn't hold back. Uh, he's tweeted several times. He tweeted just 13 minutes ago. I keep hearing, he's a Republican senator from Arkansas, again, young dude, fought for us. He was in Harvard, uh, served, I mean, you name it. I keep hearing Democrats say the shutdown is about lots of issues. He writes, translation, the shutdown is about illegal immigration, and we've realized it's massively unpopular to prioritize interests of illegal immigrants and foreigners over American citizens. Because they started out, we need DACA. We're, we're fighting for DACA. And then they realize all the polling. Holy crap, we're going to lose even worse. So Tom Cotton calls him out. Yes, because now it's gone from DACA. We need a deal on DACA. Can't leave these people hanging out there, blah, 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 to it's about a lot of issues. So again, we've realized it's massively unpopular to prioritize the interests of illegal immigrants and foreigners over American citizens. Boom. Drop the mic. Drop it. He tweeted out yesterday, did you know the flake Graham Durbin grants amnesty, that deal grants amnesty to parents of DACA population? The whole rationale of DACA is kids ought to not be responsible for the crimes of their parents. But can't parents be responsible for the crimes of the parents? No, you can't separate them. And that's just, that's just what it is. He tweeted out uh, two days ago. Um, there was no deal last Thursday or at Chuck and Nancy dinner. White House has not withheld or shifted its position on immigration talks. Dems just don't like the position. That's a, that means that goes for Jeff Flake, too, by the way. All just Dems spin to cover their bad faith negotiating and extreme open border views. They get it. They get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the breaking has begun. In about 10 minutes, you'll hear a big-time congressman activist for amnesty say, you know what? We should just fund the wall. The art of the deal. The art of the deal. They're, they're breaking. It's happening. Okay, it's happening. Uh, by the way, the Flake Graham Durbin amnesty deal. I love how they gang the Republicans and Democrats together. Um, it's really bad. Really bad. So you have the DACA, and yeah, like like Cotton said, you have the parents amnesty to them. It would also provide amnesty to twenty five thousand foreign nationals that are currently or previously in this country. For the Temporary Protected Status Program, TPS program. They keep doing all of this stuff. All of this stuff. It's for cheap labor, big business, you name it. Uh, that's part of the, the big movement from, from uh, Jeff Flake. And by the way, I'll get to you when we come back. Um, not only will I get to you, the, do you hear the, the guy folding on the wall saying, just do it already. Just do it. This is just the beginning. Plus, Jeff Flakes, the information why he's so excited to vote for this continuing resolution. And it's all for the amnesty. We'll get to that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Hey, don't step on the wife. What's going on, Elaine? Don't worry. This <laughs> you're, you're dancing. Oh this is why God. we don't have a webcam. Oh. It's not 1998. Oh, that's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason. 
Well, there are other reasons. Hi, uh, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please, because it's funny. It really is. There's lots of funny things on my Facebook page. Lots of great things on my Facebook page. Right now, I put up the video of, um, and this is uh, this is great, uh, the Eagles fan that was so drunk and so excited uh, that his team won yesterday that he was like flexing and cheering, uh, uh, you know, outside of the septets, their, their train transportation they have there. He was outside of the car. He wasn't trying to get in. But they all egged him on, and when it started to go, he started to run with them, and then he didn't see the giant concrete pillar in front of him, and he was taken out. And I find that kind of stuff funny. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, and then you could actually see that stuff because, again, it, it'll, it'll make your Monday. It's really, really good. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, all right? Number one um, is is that uh, there's going to be a vote coming up in an hour and 19 minutes or so, we think. And the vote is going to be to fund the government and the Schumer shutdown. We'll see what happens. Don't hold your breath. We're all surviving, right? It just stinks the military can't get paid right now. It just They'll get back pay. Hopefully it won't last long. But I don't think it's working out too well for the Democrats. I think they realize... America's kind of pissed that we're standing up for illegal aliens. You know, didn't really work out well in the election and they haven't changed their minds since. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is just unbelievable over the weekend, what, what happened. Um, texts show, this is the Associated Press reporting this, by the way. Again, texts show that Loretta Lynch was colluding with the FBI, James Comey. Um, how do I know this? Well, the... Trump-hating FBI agent Peter Stroke was having an affair with an FBI lawyer. They were texting back and forth on July 1st. And it turns out, on July 1st, the chick, Lisa Page, texted back, Oh, very courageous for uh, Loretta Lynch to say that uh, we're going to go with whatever the FBI says. Whatever the FBI recommends for Hillary, we'll just go with, considering that she knew there would be no charges. That was July 1st. July 5th is when Comey announced there would be no charges. So they all knew. They all knew. And then get this. The FBI, for technical reasons, was unable to preserve and retrieve about five months worth of texts between Stroke and his mistress. You know that's a lie. Of course it is. They just randomly, because of an upgrade, they just vanish? Just like Hillary's emails vanished, right? The 33,000 of them? It's oh, not like they're, yeah. not, they're not on a thumb drive or a Oh, external. they're somewhere. Dude, come on. They're somewhere. This is ridiculous. That makes me mad because that really proves Dude, that they think is, American people are stupid. Yep, exactly. And, and this is criminal, man. This is absolutely 100% criminal. Boy. Um, third thing. That I think you need to know. So there you go. You want collusion. It's not Russia and Trump. It's FBI, DOJ, and Hillary all colluding together. Anyway, the, the people at the top. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that a uh, congressman tweeted out on Saturday that the House Intelligence Committee, and you, you go with this, has officially begun the process to release the memo. could take uh, 19 working days to do it, which I thought it was going to be a lot sooner than that, and this bothers me. But whatever, apparently Republican senators are trying to find out what's on there, too, and they're not being allowed to see it. So this, there's a reason why a lot of this is not being so. By the way, Democrats have, according to sources, chosen to not even read the four-page memo because they don't want to know the truth. 
three things I think you need to know. All right, so let's let's play a sound by real fast before we get to Jeff Flake. Uh, Luis Gutierrez. Luis Gutierrez. Uh, open borders, nut job congressman said he's not running again, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, Luis Gutierrez, uh, he, he has folded. He has folded. Uh, number 147, Luis Gutierrez uh, always stands up for amnesty against the wall, you name it. This is why Trump is winning. We just got to keep on going. Listen to this. Here we go. Look, I think the wall is a monumental waste of taxpayers' money. Mm. And it's to build a, a monument to, to stupidity, and, and, and it's just idiotic. Having said it's that, idiotic. if that's what it's going to take in order to put 800,000 young men and women in this country, dreamers, and put them in a safe place, and put them on a course to um, full integration in our society, if that's what the hostage takers... Oh. Of the dreamers. If that's their ransom call, I say pay it. Oh. And then, and Mexico, you know, pause it, pause it, pause it. So he says just pay it. But you notice, by the way, 800, he means 800,000. And he's confusing DACA with dreamers. DACA is not dreamers. Dreamers are not DACA. It's totally separate thing. Dreamers cannot apply for the DACA papers. The workplace papers. Please, I, I can work here legally. Well, it's not the same, but they love to conflate. They love to confuse the two. They want to confuse you. DACA, Dreamer, Dreamer, DACA, it's all the same. No, it's not. No, it's not. But he's giving up. He's giving up. Just pay the wall. I'm willing to do the deal. Well, if you're willing to do that, well, let's continue first. Here we go. And then, Mexico you know, next, for the next wall. November, next November, we'll deal with the kidnappers at the election, at wow. the post, and let's reopen the government. But, George, that's what the president said. He said... I want a wall, and as despicable as it is, as hurtful as it is to people like me and others in this country, we are ready to sacrifice that so that dreamers can have freedom in this country. Oh, now dreamers, nothing to do with dreamers. God, it just bothers me when that happens. And then what happens is that you see, you know, the dopes on uh, local TV and on national TV do the same thing. So listen, if Luis Gutierrez is all of a sudden folding on the wall, fine, we'll give you the wall. Okay. You know what, Luis? And this is how Trump's going to do it. You know what, Luis? Because you don't think there are others that agree with him. He's just the first one to say it. Luis, it's very nice of you to say that. You really want these young people, huh? these alleged young people, they're not always so young, but you want these DACA people to be able to stay here, right? Well, yes. Okay. You really want that? Yes, I do. Well, then you're going to have to give me some more because I want, I want, or I've been honest with you. I wanted more than just the wall. I want ending chain migration. And by the way, he said, you can't stop chain migration. Luis Gutierrez later on, he said that you, you want it. You, you really don't want to actually uh, stop chain. It's offensive to me when they say end chain migration and to call it chain migration. It's reunifying families. And I'm thinking, well, the families never had to break up to begin with. They could have stayed where they were. Right. Right. If you really want your family to stay together, stay where you are. If one person applies legally and gets here, doesn't mean the whole family can do it. It's asinine, and public knows it too. But anyway, Luis, I've promised the American people more. Now, I'm willing to give you what you want, but you got to be willing to give me what I want, Luis. And they will bend, and they will break, I predict, on chain migration, and the diversity visa lottery as well. And hopefully you verify. 
That's my my prediction. Jeff Flake said he would not vote for a continuing resolution, but now he is going to vote for it when it comes up uh, today. Mitch McConnell, another hour and 10 minutes or so, is going to bring it up for a vote to end this. Let's fund the continuing resolution. Jeff Flake and Lindsey Grimmer knows. Now they're yeses. Now why are they yeses? Why are they yeses? Well, the reason they're yeses is because they get to uh, vote on amnesty. That's right. Jeff Flake, Jeff Flake said, quote, I will add my vote for this agreement after he spoke to McConnell on the Senate floor. Because after that, they're going to talk about immigration reform. Yep. Now, granted, McConnell did say, uh, listen, we're going to vote for this today, and then uh, next month we'll do something about immigration. But that's that's what's crazy. Jeff Flake is such such a sellout, such a traitor. He is trading out the American public, American jobs, you name it, uh, for illegal aliens. He is trading what, what is good for American and young people and older people and middle-aged people. He's trading it away and trading out higher wages for us. For illegal aliens. I don't know what this guy's got. Some sick, twisted fascination with illegal aliens, doesn't he? But that's what it comes to. He and Graham. Uh, They are so excited. We can finally vote yes on this. And then we can finally talk about amnesty. You can talk about it till you blew in the face, dude. You're not going to get what you want because Trump's not going to let it happen. Idiot keeps falling for it. I mean, you got to, what a dope. And he just keeps fighting for this. Don't you have, would you like to tell Jeff Flake to fight for some things that are important to you? I mean, I know a secure border. Let's just put away the border stuff for now. How about uh, buying health insurance across state lines? Wouldn't that be nice? What else could Jeff Flake fight for you? He doesn't fight for us. He fights for illegal aliens. Guy's a nut job, man. Um, really quick, let's play this. Let's do 145 and 146. This is why we don't trust the people. Paul Ryan's on, uh, I think, Face the Nation or something like that. One of the Sunday shows. Here's part of a, a Trump, and this is brilliance of Trump, a campaign ad Trump put out there. He put out a campaign ad um, to say that the Democrats are complicit in this shutdown by standing up for legal aliens and murder, uh, blood, and if anybody's murdered, it's on them. Listen to this. Here we go. President Trump is right. Build the wall. Deport criminals. Stop illegal immigration now. Democrats who stand in our way will be complicit in every murder committed by illegal immigrants. Oh, yeah, and it's true. And Trump talked to the Angel families. He talked to everybody, you know, a lot of people that were affected by this. But you get these uh, these establishment open border amnesty dopes like Jeff Flake, John McCain, Paul Ryan. This is what got Trump elected. People like, finally, you're standing up for me. You're, you're, you're protect. You're doing, you're representing me. Paul Ryan was asked about that ad. This is what he said. Here we go. Well, they're certainly not helping us keep the government open. They're certainly not helping us get into a solution on immigration. When you shut down the government you, and stop negotiating on immigration reform, they're complicit with not getting things done. But are they complicit in murders? Look, and- I, I, I'm not going to comment on I just saw that. I don't know if that's necessarily productive. There you go. Really? Yes. But he's an open borders guy, too, so he'd also be complicit. You, you get it? But that's why we voted for Trump. That's why we liked it. That's, that's what we get. And, it's, and what do we get from this, the establishment? Oh, I don't know if it's productive. Dude, do you remember the ad they made a few years ago when Paul Ryan was running with Mitt Romney? They made a guy that looked like Paul Ryan and Eddie. He looked like Paul Ryan and he threw a grandma on a wheelchair off a cliff. The Democrats did that. Too. So the Democrats fight dirty. And I don't say Trump's fighting dirty, but he's smacking back at them. They fight. And the Republicans, oh, we're going to be above the freight. What'd that get you? You know what it got you? Losses. So they literally made Paul Ryan 
uh, killing grandma. And he's like, I don't know. Yes. Yes, they stand up for people that do bad things. We'll continue. 852, it's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. 907, how you doing? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792, Most stimulating talk. A little chilly out there. I dig it. I like it. Before we know it, it's going to be 114. Enjoy while you can. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, looks like about uh, 53 minutes from now, they'll start debate, I guess, or have a vote, who knows, to end the government shutdown, which really hasn't impacted your life unless you're in the military and you don't get paid, and that stinks. Uh, Democrats, I think, have realized Americans really aren't happy about this. Sticking up for illegal aliens and letting the military not get paid. Shocker. No kidding. So we'll see how many cross over. But then Democrats need the illegals to win elections in the future. Got to make them citizens. Got to give them amnesty. Man, they're in a bind, aren't they? Second thing I think you need to know, again, they're going to vote on that in the Senate floor. Eh, 52 minutes or so. Second thing that I think you need to know, big scandal. This is huge. Um, Texts between disgraced FBI agent who loved Hillary, Peter Stroke, and his mistress, an FBI lawyer named Lisa Page, who's cheating on his wife with this chick. Uh, They were texting back and forth July 1st. And she made the joke to him via text, really courageous, that Loretta Lynch said she will go with whatever the FBI recommends for Hillary, considering she knows there won't be any charges. Wait, she already knew that? That was July 1st. July 5th, Jim, Jim Comey made that big, uh, big press conference speech where he made the case for her to be charged and said, nah, we're good. So they already all knew? Talk about collusion, huh? And then, magically, the FBI somehow lost five months' worth of text messages between this disgraced FBI agent and his mistress, who is an FBI lawyer. How does that happen? They leak out stuff left and right about Trump, but, man, they just can't keep track of Hillary's emails and these people's texts. This is, this is criminal, man. This is absolutely criminal. And this, they're all, it's all going to come out. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Republican congressman tweeted out that the House Intelligence Committee has started the process to release the memo. Might take up to 19 days. We shall see up to 19 days, working days. We'll see. Uh, those are three things I think you need to know. Uh, so really disturbing story uh, about illegal aliens being shuffled around the country. I thought this was stopping. We got to also get to the border wall and some more some more stuff and then funding. And uh, it's been a while since we talked to this guy, Brandon Judd, uh, former, well, he is actually, why do I keep saying former? It's Monday. I don't know. Uh, Head of the uh, National Border Patrol Council. Brandon, thanks for the time this morning. How you doing, man? Happy New Year. Jared, I'm doing good. You too. Excellent. Good to be with you. Uh, Thank you, dude. So, uh, first off, this crazy story, it involves Tucson, uh, illegal aliens still getting uh, flown around the country. They come here illegally, they make a deal, I guess, with HHS. And they get to uh, fly anywhere they want to be released. That's catch and release. Why? You you guys aware well, this is still happening? Well, guess who it was that was in the airport to watch this happening? Who? Oh, that was me. Get out of here. <laughs> it was me, yep. I was in the airport. I was in the airport. I was actually in the airport in Harlingen, Texas, um, when four uh, uh, teenagers... I would guess, uh, by the look of them, I would guess that they were anywhere between the ages of 14 to 17 years old. 
um, were walked onto the, uh, onto the airplane. Um, and then, uh, while I was in Tucson, um, I was flying back, uh, you know, we, we were down on the border with, uh, with Fox news, um, doing a story on Rogelio Martinez, agent Martinez. Yep. And I was coming back and, uh, and when I was in the airport in Tucson, yep, that's what I saw again. And so anyway, it's, it's very disappointing. Uh, but the fact remains, uh, you know, there's, there's only so much the president Trump can do through executive order. There's still loopholes in the law. And unless, uh, Congress closes those loopholes, uh, there's just nothing that can be done now. But what's very disappointing about that is President Trump, with his election, the Republicans had all the momentum that they needed to make the changes that they needed. I mean, uh, repeal and replace Obamacare. They had the momentum. You know, they they had all the momentum to do everything that they needed and wanted to do to let the public know that, hey, we're all on the same page. But they didn't do it. And, And unfortunately, it's because of people like Senator Flake. So. He's he's the he's the worst. But let me ask you this though: according to that Judicial Watch story, and and uh, thank you for admitting that you're the source. They said sources tell us someone saw, it, and it was you. That's crazy. Um, according to the the story, is that uh, I guess there was a meeting that I mean, you know, you obviously weren't there. Trump and John Kelly were meeting about this, so it's as if they know about it and they're okay with it, even though Trump signed an executive order right after he was inaugurated, saying no more catch and release. No, in fact, I know that they're not okay with it. What they're looking to do is they're looking to to close the loopholes in the law. So, um, you know, he again, he signed the executive order on January 25th, and he fully expected that that executive order would be implemented um, exactly how he he wrote it. Unfortunately, the laws, um, and and again, uh, an executive order cannot trump laws. I don't mean to use Trump, but um, uh, they cannot override laws. And so the, the laws are still in effect. So when people come here, all they have to do is claim, I've got a credible fear, or I'm claiming asylum, and then all of these different laws kick in, and that's why we're seeing the catch and release going on. Again, look back to April. We only had 11,000 arrests on the border back in April. And since April, that number just continues to climb because that magnet and that loophole hasn't been closed. But that's Congress's fault, and Congress has to close that loophole. Are, are the, the, the numbers going back up also because of the talks for an amnesty deal for DACA? Of course. Of course. And that's, that's always going to happen. And that's why, look, the, the shutdown affects me personally. Um, it affects my agents. But I'm going to tell you right now, I do not want them to cave on DACA. They can't. They, they can't do it. The, the only way that DACA should ever happen is if we get the border security measures to ensure that the border is secure from here going forward so that we're not right back in the same situation five, ten years down the road. I mean, look at IRCA of 86, and that was the great President Reagan. And, and you know, we're talking about my favorite president in my time. Um, you know, he passed IRCA of, 80, of 86, and all that did was opened up the floodgates because, that sent the message everywhere that all you have to do is get over here, wait a couple years, we'll inundate the public with, with illegal aliens, and then Congress will pass laws to, to give them amnesty. And so we, they, the Republicans cannot cave on DACA unless they get everything that they want. Brandon that, Judd? That, that we need. Okay, sorry. Brandon Judd, I want to make sure people know who, who they're listening to. Brandon Judd is the... Uh, head of the National Border Patrol Council, and he's on KNST AM 790. Uh, so what if there is a deal? 
See, my, my big problem is that I know I've talked to the people involved with DACA and the application process was just loaded with fraud. So, I mean, if they're going to do some kind of a deal where all of a sudden DACA people can stay, I think they have to all reapply and have to do actual real verification. But are you OK with that? Because there's got to be something and I don't I don't want them. I, I don't I don't want it to stay because there's a lot of people who don't know who they are. But it seems like they there's going to be a deal. If you get border, if you get border wall funding, if you get um, end of chain migration, end of the visa diversity lottery, hopefully you verify. If you get all that, you're going to have to give. Would you guys be okay if just the DACA people, no deal for the parents, none of that stuff, if the DACA illegal aliens somehow foolishly were allowed to all stay just like that? I, I will never, I will never support a deal that, that legalizes people that cross the border knowingly um, and, and broke the law. So, so this blanket amnesty, this blanket immigration reform, that is something that I will never, I, I will fight that from my position tooth and nail. I can see, I can see a docket if you give me everything that I need to secure the border. Now, I, again, it, it, that, that's hard to give up. That's very difficult to give up. But if I can ensure that the border is secure and we can ensure that we know exactly who it is that we're legalizing, I can see something like that happening. And, and, and frankly, Garrett, let's be honest, it's going to happen. Yeah. Cause there, there are too many, there are too many Republicans, um, that are like Lindsey Graham, um, Flake, uh, McCain that are going to go for, um, a Dream Act is, but uh, what they have to do and they cannot give up is they cannot give up the border security piece. Otherwise, you and I are going to be discussing this five years down the road because there's going to be another so many million people in the country, and we're going to say, oh, my gosh, we got to legalize them too. How, how shameful is it that we send them back? We, we just can't do that again. So if, uh, if, we, if this deal is done, but you're able to build that big, beautiful wall, we'll get to the walls in a second, um, do you think that could stop and everything that else, else that we get? Do you think that we could stop that? I mean, because there's going to be an amnesty. Like you said, they're going to be able to stay here. Um, will everything that's given to you guys, will it be able to stop the next wave of people that try to come here illegally and do the same thing? Well, right now there's not enough. Um, the, the border security measures that, that, that they're currently discussing just isn't enough. So we have to get a lot more. Um, the, the Democrats will never give up ending chain migration. Um, they're never going to give up on the lottery system. They're never going, going to give up on, on those certain pieces. Um, you know, and... When we look at what Senator Flake, you know, comparing Trump to Stalin, I mean, come on. Yeah. Shouldn't we be stopping fake news? You know, he didn't, he didn't say that the media should go away altogether. He says that fake news has to be questioned. And, and Garrett, I expect your listeners, if I say something that's wrong, I expect them to call me on it, and they should call me on it. But if they call me on it, what, am I supposed to, am I supposed to try to slap them down and, and, and say they're, they're wrong? No, you've got to call people on fake news. But when we, when we look at all of these different things, we have got to get the border security measures in place that will allow us to secure the border. We've got to get rid of these, these Republicans that are constantly calling Trump out um, and comparing him to Stalin so that we can get the things that we need to get. So, okay, really quick, and we'll get to the wall, but what do you need then? Is it not enough to get the wall, the funding for... I mean, it's not going to be all the continuous because people say it's not needed. And you, you even said that, too. You need it where it's strategically necessary, right? Um, yep. And what, what else do you need besides that? Well, again, you have to end chain migration because yes. that's one of the magnets. 
Um, you've got to do more on employer sanctions because uh, that's one of the magnets. You've got to close the loopholes on on the welfare system um, that, that they're able to exploit. That's one of the magnets. You've got to get rid of the magnets. There's so many loopholes that people are able to exploit in our laws, uh, and that's what that's what draws people here to the United States. And, and you've got to close all of those loopholes. And you're not confident that Trump will get a deal where he gets that stuff, that he could break these guys? I'm confident that he is going to do everything that he can. I mean, if you if you look at what he's done to this point, just look at the wall, and not to take up too much time, but if you look at the wall, what he's done is, is completely and totally anti-government. He actually put um, research and development into these walls. He actually... Uh, had companies come out and show why this wall would be good, and then he tested the wall. We've never done that before. It's all been willy-nilly. It's, it's throw something up here, patchwork here, patchwork there. That's typical government. If you look at the way that Trump is governing, he's governing from a businessman perspective, and that's good, and it's going to be good for border security. Brandon Judd is on KNST AIM 790, head of the National Border Patrol Council. Real quick, uh, the walls themselves, I saw a story about commandos trying to scale them, destroy them. Uh, how was the testing going? Can you describe it and, and, and how successful it was? So what they did was, was they, they brought out the U.S. Special Forces. They also brought out um, um, our tactical units with the Border Patrol because we're the ones who see it. And, and they tested all of these different prototypes to see, can we cut through these prototypes? Can we bring up a welding torch and cut through the tor- um, through, through these uh, prototypes? Can we scale these prototypes? Um, can we build ladders high enough to get over these, these prototypes? And what we found was the U.S. Special Forces, they couldn't even defeat uh, certain ones of these prototypes. And so, yeah, again, that's research and development. That's anti-typical government. And so I do believe that once we get these prototypes, uh, once we decide on which prototype it's going to be, and once we build it, yeah, I, I think it's going to completely and totally shut down those those specific areas. Very cool, man. Well, dude, thank you for the time this morning, and thank you for uh, for really I mean, making news and saying you're the guy that saw all this stuff. This is this is incredible. Um, I hope it ends. Uh, have you talked to Trump recently? Do you plan on talking to him soon? I, I, I haven't spoken with him um, directly, and, and, and if I had, I wouldn't tell because those are private meetings anyway. Come on! Um, but but let, me, let me make this clear so that I don't get myself in trouble. When I saw those people at the airport, yes. I was off duty. Okay. So, just, just, so that's <laughs> just okay. So that, uh, as long as you're off duty, you can report it. If you're on duty, you can't? Yes. Uh, well, well, no, I mean, I, it, it depends on how I go about it. I, um, I can I can in certain ways, So, but... They, they're always looking at getting me in trouble, so oh, I have to be, I have to dot my eyes, cross my teeth. I gotcha. And, and then, uh, real, and I keep throwing the last one, the new Homeland Security boss, she was, she was viewed to originally be very, very soft, pro-amnesty, the other stuff. Uh, what do you think of the job she's doing so far? Well, so far, she's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, you know, she's been the antithesis of what they said she was going to be. So, you know, that's, that's good for us, and, and hopefully she sticks to it. Okay. Brandon Judd, hey, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much for the time this morning, man. Be safe, okay? No problem. Have a good one. Nine twenty-seven. thank you for, for hanging out. Uh, it's definitely a soup day. It's got to be a soup day. Will you make me some soup? No. Uh, but it's cold outside. You can go buy yourself some soup. Again, uh, my interview with Mark Fincham from Friday, if you missed it, it's on my iHeartRadio channel. Uh, he has a bill that could end uh, the dumb classes at the U of A, ASU, NAU, 
uh, creating oversight for all three universities to say, why are these classes here? What's going on? To make uh, competition happen, to make tuition more affordable, all these things. The whole interview is on my iHeartRadio channel. Go to iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. Or just uh, if you have the iHeartRadio app, you can search Garrett Lewis as well. And I'm also going to put it up at KNST.com because I'm, I'm like, you know, really nice like that. And no, I'm not. Well, I, I am. I am. I am. Uh, so that's there. Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow at 710, this is incredible. Absolutely 100% incredible. Uh, listener of ours, describe for us what happened. There was uh, a, a robbery. He, uh, <clears throat> his mother's house was robbed. When he called Tucson police, well, we'll just tell you what happened tomorrow morning. When he called Tucson police, what happened? All I can tell you right now, Chief Magnus, I know you're listening. I hope that you listen tomorrow as well. Because this is on you, man. This is on you. Tweeting about how much you basically can't stand Trump. How DACA is so important. Right? All this stuff. Uh, tweeted out about uh, the Center for LGBTQ Young People, grand opening on 4th Avenue, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Why Dak is so crucial. You're tweeting support for Jeff Flake because he's, uh, you know, saying don't say fake news. It's like you're it's like you're a fake police chief. I hope you're listening tomorrow, bro, because this is on you. 710 tomorrow morning here on KNST AM 790. Um, if you miss this, is just funny. Uh, play the uh, This is CNN 143 real quick. Then we have other stuff to get to. This is CNN. Um, and then I'll get to what Jessica Vaughn sent me via an email. She's very smart when it comes to uh, immigration and illegal immigration. First, uh, government shutdown because they're going to vote on this like a half an hour, maybe, I guess. Who knows? Uh, that's what they say. So I want you to, um, I want you to hear CNN do the story about what's going to happen, what goes away, what we lose out on when the government shut down. And this is part of it. Here we go. That same year, for more than two weeks, NASA reportedly stopped monitoring potentially dangerous asteroids. Yes. A big one, by the way, is expected to brush by Earth on February 4th. This is CNN. Yes. So apparently we have a greater chance of getting hit with an asteroid. Because of this government shutdown. Did you know that? Of course, if you say, well, what if an asteroid is coming here? What will NASA do to prevent it from hitting us? Well, they have a contingency called Preparation H. <laughs> you heard of that one? <laughs> I did hear that one. Oh, okay. Again, I thought, are they, they going to call Bruce Willis? He's older now. It's been 20 years since that movie. Yeah. Thanks. Well, the, it, you know, it, it's like Jeff Flake. They're, set, they're monitors. We can't actually stop it from happening. We just monitor it from happening. Anyway, uh, Jessica Vaughn with the Center for Immigration Studies. She is one of the foremost geniuses in this country when it comes to immigration and illegal immigration. So, uh, she sent me an email because I asked her about this story that Brandon was the witness to. How crazy is that? Uh, The witness to illegal aliens getting flown around uh, the country, redistributed. So, this is what she writes to me, okay? Um, she saw the report, the Brandon story, Brandon Judd. She writes, it's the same thing that's been happening since 2012 with unaccompanied minors and families from Central America still arriving illegally in droves. 
One problem is that there is no place to put them. The appropriate shelters are full, and according to a federal judge's interpretation of a lawsuit, the government must release them because they're children, in quotes. And the judge feels that this would be in their best interest, even if we don't know much about the people to whom they are being released. And she writes, the Trump administration hasn't figured out a way around this yet. That's the problem. Because you know Trump doesn't want this to happen. The smugglers, she writes, and advocacy groups tell them they should ask for asylum, and that's the magic ticket under the current law. There is a fix in the House GOP bill introduced about 10 days ago. You know the one that Martha was all giddy about? Uh, So there's a fix in that bill, along with a DACA amnesty and many things on the president's list of necessary reforms. But the Democrats and their pro-amnesty GOP allies, Jeff Flake, Lindsey Graham, want a clean DACA bill. They don't want to fix this because it means they have to get to have another amnesty later for the hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens who have gamed the system. So they don't want to fix it because it means they have to get another amnesty. They get to have another amnesty for the hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens who have gamed this system. So that's the latest. That's the latest insight. You get it here on the Morning Ritual on KNST AM 790. Isn't that just, uh, isn't that just a pill? Man, oh man, oh man. All right. Uh, coming back. Oh, there's more. Speaking of uh, Jeff Flake, and he's all excited and stuff like that. Uh, this, is, this is a butte right here. Guess guess how much money we are spending um, to check out, what is it again? I believe it is, there's a, so we, we do none of these stupid studies, right? Yes, here it is. What we are spending to explore gender, gender identities of boys and men, yes, gender identities of boys and men that aren't even in this country. Yes, we have that, and also... Uh, where's the other thing that I wanted to bring to your attention as well? Like, sorry, I have it in my, in my prep right here. Oh yeah. The, the CNN poll. Do people really want the amnesty and what is more important? What is the most important thing to people nowadays? That's all coming up. 934 on KNSD AM 790. Here's the latest from Fox. All right. 942. Thank you for hanging out. Don't forget. I want you to win because I like winners. All we do is win, win, win. You can win tickets to the Arizona History Museum's History on Tap. It's this Saturday, 6 to 9 p.m. What do you get? Ten drink tickets, souvenir tasting mug, admission into the museum. Again, this Saturday, 6 to 9 p.m. proceeds supporting the programming at Arizona History Museum. We love history, right? We want to keep history. We love. Uh, if you haven't been to the Arizona History Museum, you're missing out. It's a great place. It's down by the U of A. Uh, there's going to be local food vendors there, a bunch of local breweries as well, bands. What a good Saturday night, huh? It's off of 2nd Street. So, again, all you have to do is go to knst.com and go to the contest page and uh, register to try to win those tickets. I wish you the best of luck. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, and this is a this is another one right here, man. This is uh, incredible stuff. Uh Jeff Flake is now for this continuing resolution. So is Lindsey Graham, the two amnesty guys. Uh, There's going to be a vote coming up in about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. We're told on the Senate floor to end the shutdown. Now, they're all of a sudden, they're willing to pay. They're willing to do that because then they say that McConnell promised them they'd talk about immigration and DACA and amnesty. Yes, yes, yes. That's all these two clowns care about. Holy smokes, they need to be, you know, basically booted out on the, you know what, they're behind. 
So we'll find out if that happens in the next 15, 20 minutes. Second thing that I think you need to know is that this FBI, former, well, he's actually current, this FBI uh, agent, Peter Stroke, disgraced FBI agent, the one that got busted, cheating on his wife with this FBI lawyer, Lisa Page, had all these texts going back and forth, how they hated Trump. I mean, they, I guarantee they're part of the spying on Trump and everything else. They're part of the deep state. Uh, there are a bunch of texts that have now come out showing that Loretta Lynch, the head of the DOJ, was in working is his collusion with the FBI. You see, on July 1st, Peter Stroke was going back and forth with his uh, mistress in texting. And one of her texts back was uh, mocking Loretta Lynch. Oh, man, she showed, she showed a lot of courage saying to the media that she will go with whatever the FBI says, whatever they recommend for Hillary, knowing that she's not going to be charged. That was in a text. Talk about collusion. And then, by the way, the FBI magically lost five months worth of texts between Stroke and his mistress. How does that happen? Deep state. This is outrageous. Outrageous. Third thing I think you need to know, a congressman tweeted out, the House Intelligence Committee has officially begun the process to release the memo, that memo that apparently is going to expose FISA, and how, I guarantee you, the uh, warrant was illegally obtained to spy on Trump and his buddies under the Obama administration, the Obama DOJ, the Obama FBI. Watch out for that. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, let's get to this. This is, this is a butte clock right here. So our State Department, you ready for this one? Where's Jeff Flake on this? Apparently he's forgot about stopping wasteful spending, and he's all about amnesty, baby. Which, by the way, is wasteful spending. It's going to cost us a lot of money to get all these people here and pay for everything they need. Especially when the ones that are here, when they officially qualify for it. Anyway, uh, story from the Free Beacon. State Department is spending $592,500 to explore gender identities of boys and men in Kenya. Why? 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 Why are we doing this? Six hundred grand, basically. Ideals of masculinity in Kenya are contributing to terrorism. That's why. Really, masculinity? It's not just you know radical Islamic terrorism contributing to terrorism. The State Department's Bureau of Counterterrorism is seeking a nonprofit group to explore gender identities of boys and men in Kenya. It says here, men being tough, heterosexual, aggressive, unemotional, and achieving can make them vulnerable to joining Islamic extremist groups. So apparently you have to be soft, gay, not aggressive, very emotional, Basically, like what they do in college when they want to take away guys' masculinity. Masculinity is a problem. Yeah. Gender is increasingly recognized as an essential aspect to understanding and countering violent extremism throughout the world. Gender is. What about the chicks, by the way, that are blowing themselves up? The chicks that remember the ISIS brides, jihadi brides? You know, you don't see more of the chicks doing it because they don't let women do anything in that culture. Like yeah. drive. Well, yeah. Go for an education. That kind of stuff. Yes. So the State Department is spending up to six hundred grand, basically, on the masculinity and violent extremism study. Oh, yeah. Uh, the grant proposal blames Kenya's patriarchal society of tough heterosexual men for problems facing the developing country. Okay. $600,000. 
Funds will support male-to-male dialogue and training on issues of gender and encourage stronger social and familiar familial support structures. Can't do that here, though. Support stronger familiar structures because then it'd be less reliance on government. Can't do that. You got to do it in Kenya. Got to do it in Kenya. Yeah. This is just so nuts. But that's what happens, right? So there you go. We're wasting our money on that garbage. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that great? All right. Um, Where's the other stuff we wanted to do? Oh, da, 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 da. there's other stores I have in my prep as well. Hang on. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the CNN poll. That's a good one. That's a good one right here. This Because there's a lot of stuff buried that you don't know about this. But CNN conducted a poll. It was about the government shutdown, right? CNN, this is what it says from CNN. 56% overall say approving a budget agreement to avoid a shutdown is more important than continuing the DACA program. 56% say, let's get a budget done. Only Avoid the shutdown. Only 34% chose DACA over a shutdown. Yes, so they don't want they don't want the DACA. They, they're like, you know, DACA is not that important. Let's just not shut down the government over DACA. That's why the, the Democrats are now saying there are a lot of issues as to why we are shutting down the government because they don't want to say it's just for DACA. They, they did last week, but now they realize people don't like that. I mean, they keep making wrong decisions. As bad as the Republicans have been because they're fake and they didn't get Obamacare done and everything else, the Democrats are in worse shape. They really are. Uh, get this. Democrats break narrowly in favor of DACA. say it's more important versus 42% who say avoiding a shutdown is the priority. Majorities of Republicans and independents, 75% and 57% say avoiding a shutdown is more important. Right? The public view, this is the Washington Post now, the public view shifts if voters think government is shuttering because of DACA. Particularly in five states that Trump won in 2018 by overwhelming margins where Democratic senators face re-election this November. I'm talking Indiana, Missouri, Montana, North Dakota, West Virginia. Watch them all flip Republican now. In those five states, voters split the shutdown blame evenly between Trump and Democrats. The result shifts 48% to 39% onto Democratic shoulders if DACA is what led to the shutdown. This is not good for the Democrats. Not good at all. So we have that. And then get this. There was another poll. Um, and it showed that, oh, I got to find this story. But it basically showed that usually it's all, it's about the economy, stupid, right? Oh, here it is right here. It's about the economy, stupid. But uh, not as much. The number one issue, this CNN poll that was done this weekend. The headline's deceiving. Economic boost, uh, uh, buoys Trump, but negatives abound elsewhere. Okay. So you have this. Uh, you think it's about just just about Trump and everything else. He, Trump's numbers have rebounded from fall lows and overall approval. And by the way, I don't trust these polls. They always are tilted majorly against Trump. Uh, Trump's 50 cent approval rating on the economy among independents is the only issue tested where a majority of the group approves of his performance. Sure, whatever. Right? Now, now get this. The public's perceptions of the economy have climbed dramatically since Trump took office. This is from CNN. 69% overall. Now describe it in good shape. 
It's the highest since February of 2001, up 12 points since last January. The 20% who currently call the economy very good, it's the highest since the final week of Clinton's time in office in January of 01. Mm-hmm. Almost half, 47%, say the, their financial, personal financial situation is better than it was a year ago. Just 23% say it's worsened. Who are those people? It's, it is about the economy, stupid. So you have that, right? But get this, the economy no longer ranks as the most important problem facing the country. Because people feel confident about it. They don't see it as a problem. That's the whole thing. Economy is most important to people, but they asked, what's the biggest problem? Well, the economy is not a problem anymore. It's going pretty well. Asked to name the most pressing issue. 18% cite immigration at number one. 17% the economy. 12% each name a foreign policy concern or an issue with Trump himself. So, huh, he's made the economy better. Now they say immigration. That's the problem. Illegal immigration. I'm telling you, it's illegal immigration. Notice they don't expand on what part of immigration they're talking about. DACA, illegals, give amnesty, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. But immigration is the number one thing, huh? That's why the Democrats are scrambling right now. Watch, that's why they will all of a sudden... Chuck Schumer will still be a big mouth and say they shouldn't vote to do it and blah, 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 and, and bring the government you know, back into work and do a continuing resolution. But I guarantee you, I don't get you, I will bet, I, will, I, I wouldn't be surprised, let's put it that way, I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden the government is not shut down in the next couple of hours. Next hour, maybe. All of a sudden, they, in the Senate, they vote to fund that continuing resolution because the Democrats have realized we tried to corner Trump, tried to make him look racist and bad and this. None of it's working. None of it's working. And we tried to look like we have hearts to the American people. And you know what? They're not for amnesty. They want the wall. They don't mind giving something for the wall, for getting rid of E-Verify, getting, E-verify, getting rid of the chain migration diversity. So it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden it's a big setup, Schumer acts like a loudmouth, but a bunch of Democrats that are vulnerable coming up in November vote to fund the government, keep it going the next three weeks. Just foreshadowing. 954 will continue in 3K and ST. AM 792 sounds most stimulating.